Wrestling, go. What's up, everybody? This is the KF, Post- KF Podcast. <laughs> so this is the KF Fostic Podcast. This is KF Foster Show. <laughs> this is the wrestling show presented by the, K- the KF Podcast. Yes. Google us at the KF Podcast on your social media, podcast catcher, etc., etc., etc. So I haven't been a part of the wrestling show in, well in a while. Months. You've been a while. So you haven't, you're up on all the Vince stuff, right? Yeah, Vince Vince McMahon is just as disgusting as... As a horrible person as we all thought? Yeah. Because, you know, we thought it was the one girl that he paid the three million shut-up money, but really now it's like... like Fifteen million worth of shut-up money. It's worth fifteen million worth of shut-up money to multiple girls over the years. Wrestlers. I heard... I heard it was multiple women now. I didn't hear the dollar amount associated. Yeah, the word, word is is that he hasn't lived with his wife in like... 25 years. 25 years. It's been a long time. She's been down in Florida. He's been up in Stanford. They stay married for political reasons yeah. and all that figurehead reasons, but there's not there. So it's not the infidelity. Do I give a shit if Vince McMahon cheated on his wife? No. I mean, that's none of my business. They have a weird marriage to begin with. I, I care. Do, here's why I care. I don't... Don't fucking as a political head that his his wife is. That's a different story. Okay. So when you, when you get into being a political figure, in my eyes, and the party you represent is telling people what they can and can't do with their bodies, but then you don't live in the same state as your husband, and he just fucks people and pays fifteen million dollars for. There's a part of hypocrisy that bothers me at okay. a fundamental level, and that's why I don't support that company. That's fair enough. So that's where I'll leave it. Yeah, at. that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not how, I don't understand. I never understood why a couple like that wouldn't just get a divorce. I think that's the shitty part. That like, yeah. if you're not in love anymore and you're not together, well, then get a divorce, split your things. She go do her own thing. Mm-hmm. You go do your thing, and then I'm fine with it. I don't. Well, like, that's not. That's not how the. That's not how but I imagine that goes on not in just other bit, but politicians and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, really yeah. think the Clintons are happily married? No. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so. Uh, I mean, any political figure yeah, yeah. on any side of the aisle. So that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, me generally with Vince, I never once thought Vince was like a stand-up guy, the a pillar of guy. society. I mean, <laughs> the character of Mister McMahon. I always thought that's who that guy was. Yeah. And now I think like. If you meet Vince and you're, like, one of the boys, I'm sure he's probably a... Like, Cornette would always tell those stories that, like, Vince was a funny guy to be around. Like, he told a lot of wild stories. Mm -hmm. He would do some crazy things, you know, and and Cornette would always be like, I never had any problems with him, like, personally. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he lives a different lifestyle than most people do. You know, it's not a normal life that he leads. He's created his own sports locker room that he could run for decades. Yeah. So he's just one of the boys in the boys' locker room. Yeah. Is how a lot of that got kind of... But, yeah, yeah. I think he's totally... I mean, we watched wrestling in the Attitude Era. All that stuff he was doing to girls there was completely fucking creepy and weird. And I'm sure that's how it goes backstage. I'm not surprised by any of that. No. And I, I, I feel like, you know... Spanking Trish Stratus's ass, yeah. Making her do all that, making Candice Michelle make out with you on live TV. You know, it's weird. You know, they always say, you know, your wrestling persona is just your one of your personalities cranked up to eleven. Yeah, I, you know, that's what it is. Like, and you know, we talked about this. Maybe you weren't on the show. Brock and I talked about it, but um, I don't care that like 
well, Vince was sleeping with these girls, whatever he did. Because, you know, I don't put... In that situation, the girl he had first, a paralegal, she was 41 years old. Yeah. You're an adult. You can choose not to sleep with this guy mm-hmm. for money and do it. You made an adult decision that you went and worked there because you're fucking the guy, and he made up a job for you, and he gave you all mine. The problem, where I have a problem with, is that she was given... She was given a fake job. She wasn't really a paralegal okay. because she was sleeping with Vince. And then a year later, she got a $100,000 raise. That, I think, is completely wrong. Yeah. Because I work at a job in a workforce, and you have to work your ass off to get a 5% raise. Yeah. And, and do all this work to get a $3,000 bonus. And she's just blowing the boss and gets a $100,000 raise. That's unfair. Yeah. And for that reason and that reason alone, regardless of all the other stuff, I think he should be stripped of his job for that. Yeah, I because I, you can't do that. They're certainly not in a publicly traded company. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I think it'll be sold before he steps down. There's talks going around that he's looking for like a partner to come in and buy it back so he owns it. But I think if he does something like buy full control of the company, because Vince owns like eighty percent of the company. Yes. So if he got a partner that also had some money, they could buy it and make it public private again. Oh. Yeah, okay. there's things like that, or they sold it to somebody. But well, they've been selling off shares, like you know, the people that own shares to the company have been selling it off for a long time. But mm-hmm. Wow, that's kind of crazy that if he would do that. Again. But if he did something like that, I think USA and Fox would have a big problem because I think if you're the execs of USA and Fox Television, that you have to be like, we can't have this guy on TV anymore. It's starting to get it's starting to get bad. We're only at the tip of the iceberg here. Yeah, with things that have come out because. Sadly, I don't think that this is his only transgressions of the, like, No, no. Like, you know, this, the hush money for relationships, quote-unquote, is a slippery sh- slope to hush money for unconsensual situations. Yeah, are we going to get into that part? Then? Which could, we could. Yeah, which or, that's going to get weird. Or did he know about other people's non-consensual yes. situations? Yes. And, and then you start looking at all the talent that they released. Yeah. In the past two years, budget cuts. Yeah. But then you're paying 15 million in hush money. Yeah. You know, there's people that lost their jobs and like, you know, didn't get in, didn't get to go to AEW and all this stuff yeah. because of budget cuts. You yeah. know. So, I don't know. It's very, very, very bad look. Um, and you know, I think the way he handled it at first, where, oh, I'm going to step down. Stephanie's in charge. But I'm still, I'm still in creative. And then he comes out on Raw and SmackDown tw- two weeks in a row, strutting around the ring. Like, he was basically saying, look, I'm not fucking going anywhere. Yeah. I'm still here, motherfuckers. Like, you ain't getting rid of me this easy. Yeah. That was very pompous. Yeah. You know. Well, that's that's, that's him. him. That's yeah. uh, Well, sadly, you know what it is. It's a guy that's never had to pay for his consequences. Yeah. That he's, you know, had money or had a privileged situation, you know. Now, how would you feel if, like... Let's say he they finally are like, look, you gotta go all together. And he's gone. He retires. And like Steph or Triple H or someone else takes over. Will you ever go back to being a fan of the company again? And, and like if he's gone. I don't know. Would I give him a chance? Yes. I honestly think that the writing and the presentation of the show is so bad, I just can't. Well, and maybe that would change. Yeah. If you got somebody like Triple H in charge, and or they made Paul Heyman head of creator, creative and did yeah. different things like that. Because you would think you'd get some changes if you he's think, gone. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they have weird writers, but the, this is all Vince approved. Oh, yeah, yeah, This yeah. is all his ideas. 
You know, these writers come up with goofy shit, and he goes, that's fucking great. I love it, man. That's some good shit. That's good shit right there. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah. Or if they were taken over and bought by somebody completely different. I think... And then they kept certain people in charge, you know? I could see NBC buying them for the content on Peacock mm. and uh, then hiring either, you know, somebody you know, yeah. to run it. <coughs> yeah. I mean, you would have to hire someone who knows it, I think, in order to make it work. And to keep fans' interest. If you say, all right, we're, we bought the WWE name and we hired... Pete Roundup is going to be the new head of you know, Roundup? And we hire these people. Actually, you'd... you know what? If that happened, I would tune in the first day. Because <laughs> how crazy would it be watching WWE without any McMahon control? Not even a McMahon control, but at least no, someone who's the head of the creative that knows the business. Don't you want to watch a product w yeah. like that? You know what I mean? I mean, I know we watched Tony Khan, and Tony Khan had no experience with this before, but he, he was, was surrounded by people that you loved. Yeah. The Bucks, Omega, Chris yeah. Jericho. Yeah. So you were like, okay, you know, I'm going to give it a chance. But if it was somebody complete, this is the WWE name, but these are people you've never heard of before. Yeah. Obviously, you might watch them before, but I think you need to keep fans interested by saying, hey, look, new owner, but Paul Heyman's in charge of creative. Everybody loves Paul Heyman. Oh, yeah. Well, you know? not everybody, but... Well, you know, you know what I mean? And you're like... Fans-wise, oh. everyone Yeah, and you well. go, oh, okay, yeah. great. Or, you know, we rehired this person, and they're in charge, you know. Eric Bischoff. And, and, yeah. yeah. We hired Jim Cornette, and he's uh, in charge, oh. you know. Uh, I don't know if I can watch that. <laughs> something of that nature, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you give it a chance, yeah. but... I mean, I've always been a Triple H guy. If they were telling me that Triple H and Shawn Michaels... Now, what they were doing on NXT two years ago, mm -hmm. and they're now running Raw and SmackDown, I'd be all in. Yeah. And I'd be fine with Stephanie being the figurehead and handling the business end, because mm -hmm. I think Steph's good at that. And I don't think Steph is like her dad. I don't think so either, but you yeah. don't know. I think she supports her dad, because it's her dad. Mm -hmm. But I think her and Triple H are, are more decent people that, you know, they're not going to be doing what they're doing. We saw what Triple H wanted to do with NXT. Yeah. And the people he was bringing in and surrounding himself with and who he was pushing. Yeah. You know, he was a Kevin Owens guy. He was a Samoa Joe guy. Mm -hmm. He was a Keith Lee guy. Yeah. You know. Alistair Black. You yeah. know, a lot of those guys. He was in on all that. And then his da his daddy-in-law was like, get rid of them all. Wiped yeah. him clean to the point where the guy ended up in the hospital. <laughs> Sadly. So, we'll see. Yes. And then we don't know what's going on with Sasha. She's got a Wizard World appearance uh, out in San Diego Comic Con. Or no, yeah, San Diego Comic Con, not Wizard World. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's never been officially released, so I don't know. But this is appearances under her real name. It's under yeah. Sasha Banks. And Trinity Fatu is doing her thing, calling herself Trinity and, yeah. and going out there. So, I mean, who announces the releases? Like it's WWE. Yeah. So, they could have been released. Like, does that? I think I think Sasha would have said it. These know. people are real vocal. Once you're released, they're always out there like, hey, you know, I'm released or this is going on. Yeah, I think it would be a big story if it was officially done. I they did take him off the roster page. They did? But Tony did that to MJF as well, too. I don't even know if the MJF one is still working on. I don't even know either. You know. He, he might have legitimately needed time off. Like, yeah. So Tony could... We don't know. That's what... You know, how, you hear the WWE news today that... um. They changed Raw and SmackDown to TV 14. 
so what is starting that next week they're no longer PG. So they could be edgier. It's gonna be it'll so it'll be edgier. A lot of people are like, that's because MJF's coming. I'm like, that's not it. They're not gonna change the whole fucking network just for MJF. Yeah. But it is interesting that they're that they made that change to TV 14 now. They're you know? not gonna do. I don't know. I mean, attitude error is coming back. But no, there's no way that's ever it, coming it back. It doesn't. You can't do the attitude error. It doesn't work in, no. in today's society. You can't have that. You can't have Finaki cutting off Val Venus's dick. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That's just too much. You can't do that. But yeah, I think yeah. you can do maybe with that blood, blood. hardcore matches, stuff like that. I don't think they're going to go to the sexy route or whatever. But you see AEW as a TV 14 program. Yeah. And you see what they're doing with like more hardcore matches and mm-hmm. some blood and matches, which you don't see any of that in the WWE. I just don't know if you, you I don't know if you'll ever see that again. I don't know. Maybe they'll let them cuss, like, on... Yeah, programs. swear more, yeah. say different things like that, you know. But that's the only thing I can think of. It is, you know, on time when Logan Paul's coming in. Is he usually, a, a, you know, an edgier person? Like We didn't get to talk to you about it. What do you think about them hiring him? I don't have any feelings one way or another. His... I mean, he, he, if he's committed to it, he didn't look horrible at WrestleMania from what I saw. His YouTube video of him signing his contract was the most viewed WWE YouTube video in their history. In their history. That's crazy. Well, it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it is a good move for a guy that's going to bring you a lot of other fans. Mm-hmm. When he shows up on Raw, like he's going to be on Raw next week, I guarantee you Raw's rating is up there. For that. Well, it's just like Bad Bunny, who's a huge international star and gets, you know, was what their best selling t shirt yeah. of the last five years or so. It's good shit. business, you it know, is. and and I think Logan's, uh, I think Logan's a natural at that sort of stuff, you know. He's a natural heel. He's a natural heel, you know, he's just good in that element, you know. So I think it'll benefit both of them and it'll do well for them, you know. Uh, can't hurt. We'll see what he does at uh, at SummerSlam, you know. But I think the guy—I don't know about the guy as a uh, as a face. You know what I mean? Of your company to like? No, as like a good guy. Uh, he, yeah, he needs to be a heel. Yes, agreed. you know. I mean, I'd like to see his brother there with him too, because his brother at WrestleMania was fantastic. When they were doing their interview beforehand, or at the Texas Stadium, they're sitting there with like Jerry the King Lawler and everybody out front, mm-hmm. and like Jake stands up and he's like. The Cowboys fucking suck. And just starts yelling. And they were like, boo, yelling. He's like, what, what would you say, fat ass? Come up here. I'll kick your head. And they were like, whoa. Turn it. T-. You know, they were like, tone it down a little bit. But he got the crowd so hyped. They were booing at him. He's yelling at him. Like, that's a heel. You know, like Have that. him come in as brothers and be heels. Because they have Miz and Chompa doing something together. Yeah, so. they should be heels and they should do stuff. But, you know, we'll see. He was good, though. So we'll see what the Paul. I've always enjoyed the Paul brothers. I don't mind them. I think they're okay. I know Justin doesn't like them. He's shaking Fucking his head. Fucking douchebags. Uh, but I, I, I like them. I think I think that they are funny. They crack me up. Not a fan, huh, Justin? Definitely not. All right. So um, didn't really have much from everything else. SmackDown last week was just a return of Roman. Roman hadn't been on in a month. I don't know what they're doing. He's been a champion for 100 days and had one defense. Yeah, it's really bad. And I'm a Roman fan and I'm a Bloodline fan, but they have totally ruined his character to me. Because 
his whole thing that made him good during this run is he was on TV every week. He was defending the belt. I don't know what the decision is to pull him. I don't know if he's been hurt, but you know now. And then he was past Brock Lesnar that he never beat, and you got him past that. He has both the belts. He fought Riddle once. That was it. You know, it's been a total letdown. You know, and I don't and I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what the reason is. I don't know how it makes sense. If he's under contract, why isn't he on your program each week? Because he brings a ratings bump whenever he returns. But you know, I, I don't know. It's been handled really badly. It has, and I'm not sure really what their what the deal is or what's no, going on. I don't know. And now we're just getting rinse and repeat of him fighting Brock Lesnar again, which sucks. Which is so dumb. Yeah, it makes. I, I don't even really care to watch SummerSlam with that happening because it's a week. Really, what else is going on on SummerSlam? Well, you know, you have Austin Theory with the suitcase. Now, the only thing I do like that they've done recently, and you know how we get with the WWE where you see some a little glimmer of hope, right? Yeah. So on Raw on Monday, you know, they had the Miz stuff and the Logan Paul stuff and all these other things going on. Um, Austin Theory wrestled in the main event against... Who did he go against? Finn Balor. No, it doesn't matter whoever it was. But during the match, um, all of a sudden Dolph Ziggler came out. And he sat there and he watched the match. And he was sitting ringside. And he wasn't his dirty dog's beard or any of that. He was just blonde hair, you know, the thing. And then Theory tried to cheat to win. I can't remember who Theory was wrestling now, but it doesn't matter. Finn Balor. No, no, stop saying that. And he (laughs) stood up and he pushed Theory's legs off the rope. And then Theory turned around and was like, what the fuck? Riddle is who he was fighting. And then Riddle beat him. And then afterwards... uh, Theory's in a ring like complaining, and, and Ziggler came in and knocked him out, and then stood there and his old music played instead of his Dirty Dogs music playing. Okay. So I'm like, okay, like in my fantasy booking brain, I go like, I think he should keep like costing Theory stuff to do. Like Theory tries to cash in at SummerSlam, Ziggler knocks him out before he does. You know what I mean? To the point where they fight over the briefcase and Ziggler gets it off him. Because Austin Theory having the briefcase is a terrible idea. And then Ziggler cashes in and becomes champion. Like, that would be my favorite thing. Oh my god, that's so convoluted. It's It's so convoluted, but like, I liked that Dolph Ziggler was finally back in a main, he's in a main storyline on Raw. Because he's been irrelevant since he did the NXT run and all that stuff. You know, but I like Ziggler, and people like Ziggler. Mm-hmm. The crowd always goes nuts for him when he's around. So it's a little interesting seeing what he's doing, so I'll follow that. Because with Cody gone, you have no one else for the people no. to cheer for. There's yeah. no underdog babyface that people like. You know, like with yeah. him gone, they have no one. You know, so I don't know. We'll see what they do there. Um, NXT was just okay, but I don't understand Apollo Crews. They bring him down to like the roster to do this refresh rerun with him and he loses to Giovanni Vinci or whatever who's used to be with Imperium oh that guy that's his new package thing Giovanni and the kid's not a bad wrestler he's a good it was a good match with Cruz but I don't know what they're doing with that and then they had the women that new women's tag team they beat yeah. Talking the track the week before, and then this week her Cora Jade turned on her own partner, which didn't make no sense. I'm like, why, why? Why'd you win the tag and, and then do and that? Cora Jade's uh, skateboard broke while in mid swing. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. She, not even in mid swing, she lifted up the break it, and it just snaps in half. So it was like a rig skateboard to like break, and she took it like this to like flip it up, and it just snaps. And then she recovered okay and beat her with the end of the skateboard, but like that was a bad one. 
You know it was a bad one. The Twitter account AEW botches showed that one, and they were like, "It even happens here." You know, they like did a thing about it. That's an interesting story. So, the Twitter account AEW botches. Okay. They've gotten really big the past couple of years, posting. Probably because since when AEW started yeah. a couple of years ago. The botches, right? <laughs> so that when they started doing that, and they had two other accounts that they were associated with who post a lot of like. AEW stupidity things that they do or whatever. And week in and week out they were doing like Cornette follows them now and they would tweet out the Cornette stuff and they would do all that. Um, they would play Cornette's podcast music during the botches and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Aubrey Edwards got pissed about it. She's a referee for AEW and she kind of made a stink about it and got Tony Khan to file a lawsuit against these guys and now they're not allowed to post anymore on Twitter any of the AEW botches or any of the videos from AEW and like took these guys down and they're all like you know signed this petition you know know, they're all mad about it of course because you know they're making they're getting followed about it so now they just have to like talk about the matches they can't show clips anymore they couldn't post any of that yeah I mean that's that's life in the the digital media age that we live in it hurt them. It was hurt. AEW was hurt by it, so they went after him. Well, you make fun of someone for so long, and if it gets so vis- vicious that it had to have catch caught her. She didn't just like stumble across and get mad. Well, they talk about her a lot. They really yeah. rag on her about how animated she is. Yeah, she's got a bed. dance background. Like, you know, she does all that moving around and stuff. Yeah, I, you know, whatever. There's some people that just want to hate on AEW, and that's some people well, just I mean, want to hate on fans. Hate on everything. Yeah. You know? So, um, speaking of AEW, we'll go to Dynamite. Um, started off with the TNT Championship match. So, one thing I was confused about with this is two days ago, Warlord says he's having an open challenge, right? Okay. And then they announced Orange Cassidy accepted it. Like, why do that? Like, isn't it much cooler? You know, like when Cody was doing the, the things, when it's a surprise. We always agreed that an open challenge for a belt is much better when it's a shock. When you walk out to the ring and go, open challenge, who's coming out? And then Orange Cassidy's music hit and the crowd pops for it. Why announce it? I think that they needed some kind of ratings bump for the beginning of the show. And announcing Orange Cassidy is probably better than not announcing yeah. someone. Because you're not going to actually have anyone of su- substance. Cause, you know, and then also, too, AEW falls to the thing. It's like, oh, who's the surprise going to be? Because yeah. you don't think it's anyone in-house right now. Like, if AEW says, hey, we have a surprise for you coming up, and it's going to have a match against Wardlow. No, Everybody tunes in for, though, for open challenge surprises. It I worked th- with Cena and his, and it worked with Cody with, with the title here. It's, it's different it's, caliber of wrestlers setting those up, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Cody and Cena are bigger than Wardlow. You need to, yeah. I think, announce a little bit of these, and then maybe... So what do you think about this match? It was a little hokey at the beginning, like him like counter. I enjoyed Chuck Taylor cheating and getting a chainsaw out. To yeah, I don't know. Life. I don't know what they're. I'm surprised what they're doing with the best friends because I really thought they were taking, um, what's Trent? Trent and doing something different with him. Now he's kind of back with Chuck and they're wearing matching outfits. Yeah. And like they're like we're going to cheat. They got a chainsaw out. I I, I like that. And then like the war like I was like is this match going to happen and no one's really taking a hit like Yeah, it was a lot of everything was getting reversed like the first 15 minutes. Yeah, there was a lot of that. It went they, on. It was 8 minutes of nonsense till they got started. And that, it timed it. So once the match happened and they actually started punching and like It was fine. It was fine, but like yeah. 
But I also enjoy Chuck and Trent, and like I like that he's like pulled Dan out. Like I enjoyed the match. I'm not expecting it to be a, a Meltzer seven star match. No, yeah. But like when you're when you in AEW, if you have one of the hokey guys, one of the pudding gang, as you like to call them, mm. like you can't think that it's going to be a real match. Yeah. You know, I don't like Wardlow in that element. I like him in a more serious kick the shit out of you kind of thing. I do too, but he didn't he didn't falter. He seemed to be fine with it. And Orange can put on a good match with anybody. So when he wrestles serious, he does a good job. Yeah. But uh I like Wardlow as his champion. I think that, you know, he should have a good long run with it and really really power through some people. I think so too. I think they're on to something with this kid. Mm -hmm. You know, he's good. Yeah. Can we talk? I don't know if you have it later on, but can we talk about? I am so disappointed with the All Atlantic Championship. Me too. Like I thought, he's it was gonna, right, I don't know where he defended that belt at. Where he was in, at in the UK? So he's not going to ever defend that belt in, live in an AEW crowd. He may, but more most of the time he's going to go to these independent and shows, wrestle the belt there, wrestle there, take they'll take the footage and put it on dark or something. They put it on dark, dark elevation, dark elevation. Yeah, that's bad. I I just don't. I feel bad. I want to see Pac defend that title on your on show. live TV. Right, yeah. Or if I pay money to go to... I want Pac to defend it in Pittsburgh. Exactly, yeah. Uh, you know, I want And Pac- he can wrestle someone internationally. You yeah. have a ton of international people yeah. on that show. I mean, if it gives... So let's boil it down. It's probably... If Pac doesn't want to come back and forth across the pond because of COVID restrictions and you want something for him to do while he's over there... Taking bookings. That's why they made this belt for him. I get it. What are you knocking over? I think I'm knocking over Metroplex, but that's fine. Um, That I get. You know, it sucks, but I understand it. Yeah. But I don't want it to be that way. It was disappointing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, I... Because I don't really watch Dark Elevation, so I didn't... No, I don't either. I wish I had time to. Like, I wanted to watch Thunder Rosa lose to that Japanese Joshi. Mm, She lost? There's... You know how you hate the Eliminator matches? So if I fight uh, you and, and, and if I yeah. lose, you have to get a title match. Yeah. Well, actually, in, in Joshi Pro in Japan, Thunder Rosa lost one of those. Uh, so now when the girl comes to the States, she, she gets, gets a title, title match. Shot. Okay, gotcha. Um, next, we were tormented with more Chris Jericho, who's just fucking awful. I hate to say it. I fast forward through this whole promo. I didn't watch any of it. Well, Ric Flair watched it and hates it. And he got it, so hate, mad about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I don't Yeah. Um. Flair's trying to piss everyone off that he can. I, I don't. I don't get it. But uh, he's C now. He is. He's happy. He got his woo back. His woo back. He put the woo back in the WWE intro, uh, and he was so happy. He was thanking Vince and Triple H and everybody online because now when it comes on, it goes woo. That's back. Uh, he was heartbroken that they took the woo out, and he was like, "My life is complete. My woo is back, and my legacy is solidified." They even put him back in the int- in the package. So he was happy about that. It was important to Rick. Uh, apparently. Yeah. I find myself more and more not being able to stand Chris Jericho. Not just on a character basis, but like I, I haven't listened to his podcast in a while. I started listening again. I'm like, I just. Did you see his podcast with The Mountain? The Mountain? So you know The Mountain from Game of Thrones? Yes. He has his own podcast now. Okay. Where he, Wherever he shoots it from or whatever. His first guest was Logan Paul. Okay. And Logan Paul told some stories about The Rock and all this other stuff, and it got a lot of views. Yeah. So Jericho was on, and Jericho was on bragging about how when he stood up to Brock Lesnar. Okay, that how, was the, I read and, that article. Yeah, and the yeah, guy yeah. was like, "Well, you don't." The mountains like, you know, you don't take any shit. Huh? He's like, I don't care how big you are. You know, I, 
I fucking put one on him and I do this, do it's it. going to bite your nose off. I was, you bite. Know, he was going to kill me, but I was going to get his nose. I was going to bite his fucking nose off. It sounds he, like a drunk uncle. I'm going to get your nose. And he went and had a nose. And I'm like, I'm so over how great you think you are. Yeah. You know, like your head is so big right now. And that promo last night, I'd catch parts of it. Poor Eddie Kingston that he has to keep dealing with this. He's going to have to go through multiple matches with this shit. I think. I think Eddie Kingston's going to come out greener on the other side of everything. Well, hopefully. Because apparently, if I'm correct, didn't I see that he's fighting for the championship at the, the New York show? And for the, the AEW championship. Against Moxley? Yeah. I, I, think, don't, I don't know if I saw that. Um, yeah. I know he has Ruby Soho with him for some fucking reason. Well, they're, they're tight. They're friends. Yeah. yeah. You Did you see that one last week? You no. weren't on the show for that no. one last uh-huh. week. That was fucking horrible. And a tape segment, no one could edit that out. Ruby stood there and held her hand in the door. I saw that, Until yeah. Ty Conti slammed it on her. And, I, and I'm yelling at the TV, move your hand! <laughs> like They're clearly going to slam the door on you. But, you know, they're still working on it. AEW's still ironing out the Kings backstage <laughs> stuff. Um, speaking of Moxley, then, then he fought... Take a shit, as uh, as Cornette calls him. Uh, I don't know who that guy is. I never heard of him before. He's been on. He's been on. He's wrestled on Dynamite before. And of course, it got bloody because every Moxley match has to get bloody. Well, he didn't get bloody. Talk. Uh, I can't. Yes, everybody. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I I fast forward through Moxley matches. I can't with him. That's the same thing week in and week out. I just. I mean, I didn't pay much attention because I knew he wasn't going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then we go back to... What do you think about this? We didn't get your opinion on this. What do you think about Christian Cage with Luchasaurus? I like it. I actually would like to see Luchasaurus drop the Luchasaurus stuff. And just be a... But but I don't think... I think Jungle... We're not getting Jungle Boy back. I think it's going to be Jungle Jack Perry. Jack Perry. Yeah. Do you... I think they're really trying to make Christian Cage a new MJF. They feel like they're trying to fill the void with MJF right now. With Christian just says horrible things about people. Yeah, that's his thing week in and week out. Personal attacks. He was attacking who? Uh, he was attacking Jungle Boy, but then he did uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian Pillman but, and his dad and all yeah, that. Yeah. He goes after dads and yeah. your dad's dead and your thing. Uh-huh. That he was attacking Jeff Hardy's alcohol problem last mm-hmm. week. This is he's like MJF now, wearing his turtlenecks. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. But I like the Luchasaurus aspect of it. I like the. I like it too, but I wish there would have been more of a reason for it. And they would have just waited a little bit for it, and let it happen like a surprise. It was just like he came out and he whispered something in his ear, and all of a sudden Luchasaurus is bad. And I don't mind Luchasaurus with him, but I really don't understand. Maybe I missed if he explained why he did, well, but I'm still I, confused I as to why. He did too. I do like the Luchasaurus also is all in black gear now. It's all he black. whispered in his ear, like remember when Nick Fury whispered in Thor's ear? Oh yeah. You're not worthy or whatever, and yeah. he lost the hammer. That's like what he did. So we'll see where that goes. I mean it's you know, eventually Perry will be back and he'll fight you have to fight Lucha. Yeah. AW format, you have to go through some people yeah. to get to the person. He'll fight Christian at all out. Yeah. Now what'd you think of Claudio versus Hager? It was fine for their match, but you know, could you know, Claudio's could do better. Like Claudio needs a better partner. Jake Hager's horrible. Claudio, I think, is going to be an ROH guy. I think Claudio's a name value because I think he's wrestling on that ROH. Claudio's good. Hager is boring, but yeah. Claudio's good. Claudio looks happy. Yeah, he looks real happy. Yeah, the happiest music. So happy the music. Um, I don't know what the hell Adam Page was doing backstage. I don't either. I don't know what he was wearing. 
<laughs> I don't know. This is your former champion, and he had a rainbow shirt on. He had a tie dyed shirt on. And he had his like hair up in a bonnet like some mom, a soccer mom, and he's back with the Dark Order again. I don't but know he's not the... with the Dark Order because if you watch the, the spoilers, of they, it wasn't a triple threat match. I thought it was a triple threat match. It was just. Oh, for Rampage? Yeah, for Rampage, it was just those two. It was just. He just hangs so out in the back with but him. He would, I don't even think he came out with him. I, I think don't know. He looked really goofy. I don't. I think it's 100%. What do we do with this guy? For yeah, that? they don't know what to do with that guy. Um, what about uh, those comments from Omega? What do you think about those? Against? Omega was on Twitch playing video games. Oh, and he said... And, someone's, he, and he's like, if I get another injury like this, I'm done. I'm never fucking wrestling again. Well, he's probably went through some serious shit. And, and also, too... It sounds like they rebuilt him from the ground up. Yeah. Like, he had everything done at once. Yeah. It's not, it was like they totally put Kenny in like this thing, and we're like, we're gonna redo this guy. He's one step away from being like, away from the Luke Skywalker Baka tank. Yeah, from Star Wars. And, like, he was almost in a Baka tank, and they yeah. like repaired them all together. But like, he's had a ton of shit, but he still gets constantly berated by like the elder wrestling statesmen. Well, constantly, he doesn't help himself by taking shots at these guys too and making them trend. You know, he's on Twitch. He talked about the retiring. People talked about it. And then the next thing he started talking about was was Cornette. And Cornette's fans are all assholes. Like, why? You, and then and then all of a sudden Cornette's trending. What's and then they're like, all talking about Kenny. Like, I would just leave it alone. I think you can only take so much constant shit on the internet. Yeah. Before, like, how many people how many people watch Jim Cornette's pod, listen to his podcast? A lot. So what if 10% a day... Say something to Kenny Omega yeah. on Twitter. So it's what, ten, a hundred thousand people yeah. a day giving him shit, like. Yeah, but I mean that's the thing with these. I, I I don't think there's any wrestler that's not constantly getting berated online. You see when they quit and, and leave it because it's so yeah. toxic. There's not more of a toxic culture than that. Yeah. The wrestling fans are extremely toxic. I mean, there's wrestlers that I don't care for. Like like I don't like what Chris Jericho's doing. I have never once thought. Of sending Chris Jericho a message and telling him I hate his promos. Yeah. Because I don't care. Yeah. I just go, why well, fast forward through it if I don't like somebody? But the wrestling minority. culture is so bad. So bad. Yeah. You know, and it's not even like it's one type of person, like it's a. A, a political thing, you know, or whatever. It's just certain people. It's fucking everybody. Everyone hates everything. Everyone hates everything in wrestling, and they're so goddamn toxic. Um,. Then you had Anna Jay and Serena Deeb. I didn't watch this. I kind of was talking to Logan during this. It was actually a good match. I watched it. Um, Serena Deeb, or not, uh, like, tapped out Anna Jay. Then Anna Jay was in the back, and what's her face? Ty Conte talked shit to her. I'm like, mean Ty Conte. Mean Ty yeah. Conte. is like, maybe if you would break someone's head, you'd be on TV more often. Yeah, yeah. I hate, I hate Ty Conte's awful. <laughs> um, then the main event, we had the three-way. Um, this I'm confu really confused by. Now... Match quality, it was a great match. It's a great match, but I don't know what they're doing here. I'm confused here. I really, I because they tease that they are turning on each other. I don't know. So Keith Lee yesterday threw a, 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 a curve out there that confused everybody. They didn't know what he was talking about. Apparently, something happened to his brothers in real life. Okay, I don't know what it was, but he was like, "Got bad news today." Sorry, bros, but this could be it after tonight or something. It was really cryptic that people were like, yeah. "Is Keith Lee leaving?" Really, he's taught. He's like, "Whatever. If I win or lose tomorrow, 
you know, I don't know when you'll see me again or something. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. But apparently he had a personal issue, but he still decided to work. And they put the belts on these guys. Which I don't even understand. If you were going to do this, and again, not talking about the match quality, because the match was fine. Mm-hmm. These were all talented people. They had a good match. Why did they just beat Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus a month ago at Double or Nothing? Why did you give the Bucks the belts for four weeks? A month? And something like that? They had one title defense on Rampage against the Lucha Brothers, yeah. and then that's ended it's off him. Because what I thought we were doing here, which I think they dropped the ball on... Is Starks and Hobbs? Well, I would have rather seen Starks and Hobbs win these, yeah. but before that, I thought we were going to get Bucks FTR 3 for, for all, all the, the belts, belts at All yeah. Out. Yeah. I mean, what? that's your main event. What match is bigger than that that you could create? I mean... Do you really think P- Moxley versus Punk is bigger than that at all out if he returns? Because you know Punk's getting winning that belt. Yeah. But think about it. For all four of the belts, and you don't know really which way that would go. Yeah. You could speculate, well, FTR's hot. They're the number one. Because they're the number one contender. Yeah. Maybe it's them. Maybe it's the Bucks with creative control. And also That's two, a big match. And it's also you're dealing with three companies worth of belts. Yeah. Like, you got to get a lot of people on the same page if you want to pull that off. Yeah. To, like, unite all these? Like, it's a big deal. Like, I don't understand why... I felt like that's where we... As soon as the Bucks got the belt back, I'm like, well, All Out's going to be Bucks FTR 3 yeah. for all this. And this is this is a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah. A lot of speculation. And then it's just like, no, they lost to Starks and... Or uh, Lee and, and Swerve. And I'm like, why? Why? Why'd you give them the belts just so they can say they had them twice? Yeah. I actually wouldn't be surprised if... They get them back before all out. It's really confusing. It is. It was like, did they give them the belts because they felt bad for Keith Lee? I don't know. Because if you were going to take the belts off them, it should have went to Starks and Hobbs. Yeah. They're the much better team, and they're yeah. the ones that have been around for a lot, and they have the chemistry. They do. I actually thought they were going to put on Starks. Yeah. Like, points that match, and I actually was like, oh, okay. Said Starks took the pin, or took the fall. Yeah. I was so confused by that. Yeah, I didn't get it either. And then at the end, I was like, and it really made no sense if you watched Dynamite the week before, is because they were having a feud, yeah, and they were going to have this match, like the payoff from them, and then the Bucks come out for no reason, get involved, challenge them to a triple threat, and I just said to Brock last week, why, why are you even getting involved and in putting your belts on? Like no one was talking about you, and then they end up losing it. They just made them look like complete idiots. Yeah, I don't know. The booking on there was completely. Well, I heard off. Matt Jackson's hurt. Maybe he needs to go. A lot of injuries going around right now. Yeah, so. Yeah, but I don't know. But. So now they're, you know, FTR's still the number one contender, so. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I don't know what you do there. Um, Their ratings slipped a little bit again, 979 to 942. This is kind of their method where they go. They have a big show. They get up over a million, then they start to. Next week will be interesting if this uh, all barbed wire Everywhere match. Oh God, more of that, more blood and guts. And did you even know it was Fighter Fest till the show started? <laughs> well, I was like, oh, this is a weird entrance. Like, oh, it's Fighter Fest. I was like, I didn't even know we were having. It's two weeks. I'm like, oh, I didn't. None of that was advertised, I, or if it was, I missed that. I'm just what's the main event for next week's Fighter Fest? Jericho Moxley, or not Moxley? Jericho and Kingston. Yeah. And a barbed wire. Match. Barbed wire cage match with the JSA. JAS suspended in a shark cage above the ring. Oh, God. Okay. How convoluted is this nonsense? This is going to be nonsense, yeah. You think they're going to try and get the uh, 
rubbing alcohol bottle through the cage again. <laughs> like Ty Conti fucked that all up in Blood and Guts. Did you see that? No, uh-uh. So they were... Jericho had a bottle rubbing alcohol. He's probably going to do more burning of faces. Yeah. And he dropped it. And it went down under the ring. So Ty Conti got it during the match. And she was trying to shove it through the hole in the fence. And she had it like halfway. But like the end of the bottle wouldn't go. So she starts poking it. Then it had a leak. And it was spraying rubbing alcohol everywhere. And then they just never got around to it. Uh, it was like, oh, that was a that was uh, just a failure. I can know. you just throw it up over the cage? It has a lid to it. That's <laughs> a lid. It's not like a real lid. It's a cage on top. Yeah, it's a cage on top, but they couldn't. I thought you could have gone up underneath, you know. I would have just chucked it up over it. It would have fell through the you were, We didn't talk about that. Did you like Blood and Guts? I never watched it. Hmm, it was <laughs> crazy. Same thing every year. Someone gets thrown off into a giant stack of pillows. I saw that. They were rough cardboard boxes yeah. underneath the table. A huge structure that like they try to not show on camera the whole show. Yeah. You know. And he pushed them like this. Yeah. Just barely and just touched them. Boom through the pillows. Alright, so there you go. That was wrestling for the week. Alright, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends. Later. Have a great night.